All right, Aftershocks TV, we're back with another cool episode for everybody this Thanksgiving week of 2023. And joining me today, we got the dynamic rap metal duo from Plastic Catastrophe. Yeah, uh, yeah these guys have been busy. 2023 has been a really busy year for you guys, releasing a bunch of singles, yeah, including yeah. their latest yeah. one titled Ready for War. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like to welcome to Aftershocks, we got... The magnificent. That's what that's what Lord told me, Matt. Magnificent oh. Matt Acevedo. <laughs> 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 and of course, we got X Tuck Mojo from in and from the CMS Networks live and live with the Lord. The mighty Lord Nelson joins us today. What's up, guys? Thanks for coming on with me. How you guys doing? Happy Thanksgiving. Everything good? Same to you, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, everything is great. Thanks for having me. Of course, come man. on, man. You you know how it is, man. It's it's we're just in your world, and the Ritz Ritz kind of nice right now, man. So I'm enjoying. It. <laughs> all right, all right, awesome, man. Welcome to the world, man. The world of aftershocks. So, guys, plastic catastrophe. As I was going to say, you both have been busy releasing singles throughout the year. I think you guys have six out so far this year. Correct? I think that's right. Okay, I think that's right. Yeah, I think we just put out the sixth. Yeah. Very cool. So essentially, I mean, really a, an EP you guys have released little by little here, dripping out throughout the year. Uh, and obviously, I believe it's the first music we've heard since the uh, debut full length, Firestarters, that came out in 2020, right? So, I mean, yeah. now releasing singles, is this going to, is this, I mean, it seems to be, like I said, a way a lot of, you know, artists are obviously putting out music these days instead of that traditional album release stuff. And for you guys, I mean, Let's just get into why you, you, you guys are doing the singles instead of doing either an EP or a follow-up LP. You know, just kind of talk about how you guys approach releasing these tracks. Go ahead, Matt. Yeah. Uh, it, it, I mean, uh, anybody that's a musician knows it's a different world nowadays, you know, than it has been. But uh, we put out our album, and, it, and, and we were really happy with it, and it did really well. And we've been writing ever since. And, I mean, we we've got as many songs that we put out right now, we probably sitting on another album's worth of tunes right now. Wow. You know what I mean? Okay. So yeah, it's great. It's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. We, uh, we keep it rolling and, uh, we have a good time, but, the, um, the single thing, it just kind of seems like the way things are going, you know, it's, mm -hmm. uh, like I said, it's a different world. It's hard to keep people's attention long mm -hmm. enough to listen to a full length album. You know what I mean? Cool. So, Mm -hmm. You do it. I, I think this is the way to go. If, if something really hits and strikes a nerve with somebody, then then maybe they check out an album's worth of stuff. You know what I mean? But you got to get their attention first. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I mean, it, it's definitely the way, you know, things are going. I mean, like you said, the attention span, that's the key, right? I mean, yeah. listen to an album. All right, what's next? So it's almost like, what's the point of even putting out an album? Right, really right. Well, well, that's the true thing. If I could jump in here also and, and piggyback on what Matt's saying, I'm, I'm trying to think who I talked to. One of the guys I had on the show, and we were talking about it. Like, when you release that album, there it is. And mm -hmm. going back to what you said, Matt, the attention span is so small. It's so microwavable now. And so it's just like, okay, you've given them all of this. Well, when you release singles, you give them that one and you see how it works out. And then it's just like, okay, next month we'll give you another one. We'll see how you right. get into that one instead of just shooting our load at one time. Not, not that we all, all right. but you guys understand what I'm saying. But oh, so of course. It's, it's, yeah. it's okay. We're, we're kind of setting you up. And then I think that next year, um, you know, maybe early next year, you know, man, not talk about it, whether we decide to release that of what we have released already. And we'll just maybe package that together and put a couple more with it if it's if it's uh, viable, if it seems like that's a good thing to do. But just like he said, we we have so much music and it's nothing. He sends me stuff. I'm on it. We're just it's, it's just love. And we just have such a good, uh, you know, working relationship like that. And uh, I can't wait for him to send me music. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's exciting to me when it, when I oh there goes something in the box. Mm -hmm. There it is. So we'll just continue doing that, and I think it's working well right now, and I think that's the the route that so many people are, you know, going right now because it just makes sense. You know, mm -hmm. we just don't want to give them everything, mm -hmm. and we got everything to give them, and we are worth the time now, of course. We're worth the listen, you know, mm -hmm. but things have changed, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, you're Not right. Not to mention. Mm -hmm. oh, 
No, go ahead, Matt. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, not to mention how easy it is for people to release music nowadays. You know, I heard some statistic like 125,000 tunes a day drop. You know what I mean? So it's it's tough, you know. It's tough to keep people's attention. So if you can every couple of months throw something new out there, like I said, if it's something that strikes a nerve, then maybe they anticipate wait for the next one or something full length. Yeah, and it makes sense because it also you, you could just digest it better that way if you know there's just one yeah. or maybe a few tracks out. So yeah, absolutely. Well, let's talk about one of those tracks. Um, it came out, I believe, in the spring. Let's get into yeah. Let's talk about the track right here, uh, which also features some guest vocals on that track as well from Relentless from the Extreme Vets Vengeance, who are right here from the Bay Area, I believe. Correct. So I, yeah, I love this track. I mean, I know, and I think I believe, um, Lord, you've had some. Uh, past, I think, experiences, whether it's touring, I believe, with Vengeance and, and Relentless. So why don't you go ahead and talk a little bit about how this one came together? Because, uh, you know, and, and musically, it's, it's definitely got a little bit of a classic, you know, stuck mojo sort of feel, both vocally and lyrically. So let's talk a little bit about this one. Well, first of all, Matt is a fan of stuck mojo, if I could say that. He, he Absolutely. He, and, and so, you know, he might have that vibe, but, you know, Matt is, is a he might have just done some of that to, you know, just to help me out, you know, just to give me that little, <laughs> you know, that little boost, of, you know, what I came from. But, you know, of course, he's he's amazing. The reason why I call him Magnificent Matt Acevedo, because he is magnificent to me. But this song, once again, Matt sends me music. Bam, I hear it. I'm just like, oh, wow. So I get to writing on this. And then as I'm listening to it, I'm saying to myself, we could probably use that harder edge on there. I just I just heard it, and then when I said it to him, he said, "Yeah, I can I can hear that also." And so I thought about Relentless. I was like, "That's my guy. That's my dude. You know, we're brothers, man." So I was just like, "Hey, let me hit him up, and let's see if he wants to get on this." And so, you know, the lyrics were already written of what we wanted and how we wanted it. And so Matt and I got together and we sent it to Relentless. He got on it. Man, that's it, man. Here we are, right here, man. You know, and he did a great job. Man. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure.
So Matt, I want to, you know, let's because obviously everybody knows the Lord. Everyone knows his background, his past. But um, you know, maybe not too many people know too much about what you've done in the past and your background in music. Um, but yeah. I mean, like I said, you write some great. I mean, you know, if there's anyone these days who I think knows how to write riffs that really fit. Not even what Lord's doing, but just in general that that you know, I mean, I like to call it rap metal, and it's always going to be that to me. Um, right on. But, but obviously, along with Lord's style, I mean, it's just perfect fit. I think you've you know proven that between obviously the debut record and of course these tracks we've heard this uh, you know past year. So I mean, like I said, you're you're a fellow like me, native of, of New York City, man. I know uh, we've talked yes. a bit about you. You're from Brooklyn, Great Borough, yeah. Brooklyn, of course. Talk about your musical influences, you know, and and really just. Your past as a guitarist who came to play this style of music. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like you said, I come from come from New York originally. So I my musical background when I was younger, I was a kid. I came from a lot of hip hop first. Okay. So uh, and then into you know some hardcore, and then when it started crossing over, I was really into that. You know that was that was really a, a cool thing for me. But I'm, in my age bracket, I mean, like like most guitar players my age, you know, uh, Van Halen and Rhodes, and you know all those players come to mind when you know getting me started and wanting wanting to to point me in that guitar playing direction. I actually came from my first music instrument i played bass and i mean i played orchestral bass i played oh, stand-up wow. double bass okay. yeah and that that's that was my first uh venture into music and i from that i started playing electric bass and then by that time i'm 13 14 years old and starting to realize that guitar is way cooler and <laughs> you know you get you get the girls that way so uh so uh, yeah so i started leaning that way and um I started trying to learn kind of the, like I said, the Van Halen-y kind of route and that kind of thing until I, I had uh, some friends of mine in high school turn me on to uh, the first Metallica record. Mm, okay. And that was pretty life-changing. You know, I went from the 80s hair metal thing and that type of stuff to, you know, Metallica and Slayer and, and, you know, things like that. And then I got into Pantera and, uh, you know, the, the groove metal thing I really liked, you know, I really liked something that was in the pocket and that kind of thing. And that's kind of where my guitar playing went. Uh, ended up moving to, uh, Dallas, uh, Texas, went to college out here and, uh, you know, was in and out of bands through the late nineties, early two thousands, like, you know, tons of people were here. Um, I started, you know, we were in and out of studios doing demos and things like most bands trying to make something happen. And I realized that that was what I wanted to do. You know, I, I, I wanted to learn that side of things. So I started kind of playing with studio stuff and, and things like that. But uh, yeah, as far as the guitar playing direction, it, it it's a weird mix, man, especially coming from New York with like, you know, some hardcore and, and, and things like that to coming to Texas and, and getting everything from the, the, the Pantera uh, to, you know, the Stevie Ray and, and, and things like that. So to say my style is eclectic is, yeah, that's pretty accurate, you know? Mm. So I, I don't know. I, 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 I never really aimed to do anything in particular with guitar. It's just kind of where it takes me. And that's the cool thing about working with Lloyd is, uh, you know, we don't try and do anything. You know what I mean? We, we do, we like to do what comes out natural, what we dig. And if everybody else digs it, then that's a plus, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, that's the thing is, and you definitely have, as you just mentioned, man, the groove, you know, and that's something sure. That's obviously, you know, uh, yeah. When you think of groove metal, the first thing you think of is Pantera. You, th you think of yeah. that Texas swing groove style right that on. meshes so well with with metal. And, and now I just used, you know, before I just I just mentioned rap metal, you know, and, and the question, you know, to me, it's it's not new metal, it's not hip hop metal, it's rap metal. I, I've always had a pet peeve in, 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 with me with, with the term <laughs> hip hop, you know, just because to me. I mean, hip hop really replaced, you know, for, for in my opinion, really just it replaced rap for marketing reasons, you know, in, in that mid to late nineties. Obviously, I got rap, you. you know, when rap, you know, it, it was associated more obviously with that sort of gang oriented style of the genre. I think yeah, a lot yeah. of the 
music business just wanted to kind of like let's maybe move away from the rap term and let's get over to hip hop. But um, soften you know, it up, yeah, and soften it up exactly. Just make it a little more, I guess, digestible, a little more commercialized, obviously for the masses. I want yeah. to get Lord. I want to get your take here on that on the hip hop label versus rap as, as a guy who obviously uh, you know vocally uses this style. I mean, what what's your take? Because you're like I said, you're an old school guy. You know, you come from that original <laughs> rap. You know, in the '80s and early '90s. What's your take on the whole hip hop versus rap? label thing in your opinion well you're right okay so when we talk about it as rap but then you guys being from new york that's that's really a uh the the term hip-hop is really a new york thing and then when mm -hmm. you look at krs1 when he took it and he brought it to where it was the culture so mm -hmm. now you're talking about graffiti rapping djing mm -hmm. b-boying so it, it it changed so it was something more that you know made all of us, it was an inclusive thing and it kind of grabbed us. So now when you're saying, I, I can hear what you're saying about taking it to another level and softening it up, but I never looked at it like that. I just looked at it, it was like, hey, this is hip hop. This is, you know, when he spoke about those things, I was just like, yeah, that is what it is because that's what we did. You know, I wasn't a great break dancer, but we were definitely trying to break dance. And mm -hmm. I knew people that were out there, you know, even though I'm in South Carolina, out there bombing, you know, signs and, and buildings. Oh and yeah. So I was just like, wow. So we were immersed in it on our level. So we really understood that. So rap became something like, okay, you, you're a rapper. You're okay. You're just a basic type of individual. Mm -hmm. If you were a hip hop artist, you had lyrics, you were, it was more to it that. So that's where we embraced the hip hop. You know, I, I had nothing, I, I didn't have a problem with it. You know, I still embrace mm -hmm. it. I love hip hop. You know, sometimes I call it hip rock. That's what I think mm -hmm. it is, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but that's what I think it is, though. It's just like you say, Matt has that groove, and and I love what that is. But, nah, man, I'm, I'm cool with hip-hop. I don't have a problem with it. You know, mm -hmm. I don't think more people say rap now anyway, you know. Everything yeah. has so many damn labels anymore anyway, totally. right? <laughs> that's true. No, you good point. Absolutely. Well, let's get to another uh, – uh, let's get another, you know, uh, track that we got coming up here that you guys just put out. Uh, ready for war, as I was talking about earlier when I, we uh, started the show those here. Right there, man. That's right. Look <laughs> at those guys, man. Um, <laughs> this is one, you know, as evidenced, obviously, by the, the video you guys put out that we, we're going to, you know, play here in a minute as well for everybody. It's a pure rager, man. It's got some definitely some of that, uh, Matt, as you talked about, some of that New York hardcore in there. I definitely feel some yeah. of that, you know, in this song. Obviously, look at that video with all the motion going on, man. It's just got really that, that great riffage on this. And, Lord, you got – I mean, your vocals here remind me of, of Chuck D and Public Enemy. That's that's the vibe I yeah. hear on this on this song. Yeah, man. So, yeah, right? So, talk to you guys. Talk to me about how this one came together. And, uh, yeah, talk about Ready for War. Man, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, you know, it's funny because I, I pretty much do all the music, right? And it's it's – that's part of the thing that's been really cool about working with Lord is, uh, you know, I give him something that's pretty close to complete as far as music goes. And he kind of just works with it as is. So, I mean, I, I leave lyrical content, you know, it, it, what everything's about, all that is in his court. You know, I do enough with the music. I just let him do his thing. So when he came back with this one, Ready for War, I mean, uh, you know, obviously, you you know, the music's already aggressive, you know, but when he came back with what he came back with, I was just like, yeah, man, that's it. That's that's what this song needs right there. Mm -hmm. Well, well let, let me say this. No matter what he sends me, it's going to be whatever the vibe is or whatever I'm feeling, because almost 100 percent when he sends me music, I immediately immediately start mumbling start freestyling something <laughs> when he sends it to me so i'm just like okay and then if it hits me at all right then which it usually does I'm, i just start writing i'm on it and i was just i, I just like man i've got to do it it's just in me so when i heard that song once again the music was aggressive to me so everything you hear is is just coming from how i feel about the music i want to flow to the music i want to um i want to ride that that rhythm that he has i want to create melodies if it needs it i just whatever the music gives me i want to give back to it that's just mm -hmm. what it is i'm not trying to do i don't have any specific thing that i'm thinking of until i hear the music when i hear the music then i'm like here's where i am and i'm mm -hmm. like 
you know, prayerfully matter, matter like what I'm doing here. But uh, yeah, man, our, our work <laughs> relationship has been great. And he allows me to be, you know, the, the freedom to be me. And mm -hmm. same thing with him. I want him to send me, you know, the, the music, how he's feeling it. And when it's, it's just a great working relationship, man. And, and I, you know, I applaud him for everything he does because he's super talented, man. And, uh, you know, I'm okay. Absolutely, man. <laughs> I won't come on now. You got that backwards. Oh, you got I that backwards. But I will say, when you say Chuck D, I listened to Chuck D so much. Public Enemy, when it first came out, I can remember my old roommate way back when, mm -hmm. when he, he he bought that Bum Rush to Show, Yo Bum Rush to Show album. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, holy catastrophe, man. I'm in my, my dad gave me this old LTD 72. I'm riding around in it with a power booster in there. And, and me and my friends, you know, I got the gravy, the, the casket interior in there. <laughs> you know, we're just we're just driving around with windows down because the AC definitely didn't work, and we're just blasting it as loud as we can. So, Chuck D, I was Hell yeah. by, by Chuck D, no doubt, because I loved it. I loved it, even though he always rhymed kind of like offbeat to me, and I've, mm -hmm. I've got a flow, but he's just had something special that was him, and nobody else could do what he does. Yeah. It's just the way he approaches it, right. you know, just right. with just a bam in your face type of day. And that's yeah. what I hear on this song for you. And what's funny, Lord, you know, is so just lyrically, when I obviously everyone knows you host alive and loud, 
as your signature phrase as goes, it's all love. But it's all love, baby. When it comes to your lyrics with both, you know, plastic <laughs> catastrophe and stuck mojo, man, it's not all love, man. It's anything but all love, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, these tracks do you sing on, but whatever, I mean, whatever the animosity, frustration, whatever you got that's pent up inside, it comes out on these songs, man. I mean, talk yeah. about right? Thank you, right, Matt? Exactly. So, talk about yeah. it. I mean, Lord, as a guy who really, I mean, you are obviously so full of positive energy, man. And, and obviously, you know, it, it's just <laughs> you're a charismatic guy. Everyone loves listening to you. But you know, just want to talk about your lyric approach, man. When a lot of the songs, not all the songs, but a lot of the songs, you do have, you know, another side of you, too. That's not all love, as like I said, man. Talk about that. I, I'm gonna say once again, it's still all love, even if it's if it's I, I always say this. You either love you either love me or you love to hate me, but it's still all love. And so it's just once again it's, a, it's, it's aggressive love. love. It's aggressive love. Aggressive exactly. love. Oh, there you go. Anyway, we've seen some aggressive love. Uh, we've seen some aggressive love. I'm not saying that I partake in anything like that. I'm just but once again, it's the music. Whatever that music is, is what drives me. That music takes me to wherever I'm going. And so it, I, it might be something that I feel like, oh, this is just something just beautiful, man, even though it's, it's just beautiful. But when that music hits me, I just can't help it. And once again, I just start freestyling immediately, and that vibe is what I go with. That, that, that initial thing that I feel is what I'm usually going to go with. Now, sometimes I can go back and I might change things, but usually my process is, I go through it and I know that I want to say this word. I want to say this word. I, I'm kind of meticulous with things like that. So most of the times when I send something to Matt, I've already gone through it a thousand times of how I think it should be or how I should say this part right here or how this part or this part should come in quicker or how how Matt has this going like this. I got to ride it just like this, you know. So those are the things, man. I, I'm just into the music. I dive into that music and I can swim pretty well. <laughs> definitely gets from them. I agree with that with the music, man. Yeah. So I mean, let's let's get a little background now here on Plastic mm -hmm. Catastrophe. I mean, so I mean, talk about really how did you guys both initially connect and really start to make music together? Let's let's get into that. Let's start with it. Hey, but that's all Matt. Matt, go, Matt tell right, the story. Uh, Matt, tell, uh, story uh, tell the story. All right. Um, so like I said, it starts with me being a mojo fan, first of all, you know. Way from from way back, you know, bones, error, all of it, you know. Mm -hmm. But uh, I just happened to find the Lord on Facebook, and you know, I had uh, I had had the albums with him on it, you know, super dug that stuff, thought it was really cool. Well, you know, we became Facebook friends, you know, as people do, and uh, I just, you know, from afar, I kind of started to notice just how approachable he really is you know what i mean i mean his positivity and and just his his attitude and that kind of thing well you know by this point i'm i'm solo here working myself you know uh just creating music and that kind of good thing and uh i just had this track laying around and uh you know my wife was like send it to him see you know, see if he's interested in it so mm -hmm. I just, I, I just literally called him on Facebook Messenger, and I was like, "Hey, man, I don't know what your situation is right now, or what you're doing musically, but you know, he, I know he had you, had, you were just doing the the lies stuff. You had just put some of that out, and uh, I think the Seb L, you were just just working on that stuff too, I believe. But um, yeah, you know, so I I I sent him a track. And, uh, the, you know, the first one I didn't hear back immediately from him. So, you know, I, you know, I was like, all right, well, maybe he's not interested in it. But my wife just pushed me a little bit. And she was like, ah, you know, send him something else, you know. So I had another track and I sent it to him. And I was like, hey, you know, this was, I don't know, a few months down the road. I was like, hey, you know, I got this. You know, and meanwhile, and Facebook, you know, we, we've been casual. Hey, how you doing? That kind of thing, you know, as you do with Facebook. But I sent him the second track and he hit me back and he was like, you know, hey, I, I, I dig this. Let, let me see what I can do with it. You know, what are you looking for? And I'm like, you're the Lord. Do your thing. You know what I mean? Whatever, whatever you feel, do it. And that was action. That was the first uh, the first track off our first album. And it just kind of, you know, I we started talking more and more um, a little more personally. And, uh, you know, I just told him, I'm, you know, 
I, I, I'm always making music, you know, even when I got out of bands, I had to keep making music. It's just, I guess it's just in my DNA. It's something that I have to do, you know? Mm -hmm. So I, you know, I told him, I'm like, I'm always making music. If you're interested and he's like, keep sending me stuff. And that's how it started with the first album. You know, I'd send him a track, he'd dig it, work on it. We'd turn it around. I'd, you know, mix it, see if he dug it. And we ended up, before we knew it, that we had an album's worth of stuff. And here we are, you know, almost four years later, and we're still doing it. Crazy, man. I can't. Yeah. Maybe that is four years. And even when you said it was, we released it in 20. And I was just like, yeah. Man, that's crazy. Yeah. And once again, he's still sending me music, and I'm still writing to it. And yeah. Action was, we actually did write at the, um, we, were, we were recording Action in December of 19. So that's how long ago it was, and then wow. we had every, you know, we released everything in twenty. But yeah, that's that's how long we've been working together. Yeah, yeah, and it came together so quickly, man. And then called my man for M and O, and he was digging it. He was vibing it. He said he liked it, and I was just like, "Yo, man!" So you know, we did a little deal with him, and uh, now we're looking for bigger and better. We are not not that we didn't appreciate everything Alexandria did because we did, but you know, once again, sure. that's why I talked with you, uh, Matt Hardnett about the, you know, the record label stuff, because we were, you know, mm -hmm. we just talked about all those kind of things like that. But nah, man, yeah. this has been a great journey, man. We're both on these surfboards. Call us big kahunas. We're riding these like it's nothing <laughs> to us, man. You know, we're, just, we're just doing what we do, man. And I, and I am so thankful for Matt for coming to me and, and you know, in a sense, not, not, not saving me, but keeping me afloat. Because I always write and I always, you know, I love music. But it was something about his music that was just special to me and it just seemed like we just gelled together so well and so i'm just thankful and grateful for every single second of that young man right there man i'm you know i'm, I'm happy i'm smiling all you know i might not you see me smile on the outside on the inside man i'm doing flips man i'm a gym, i'm a gymnast man i'm real good <laughs> oh man well with, with you guys with the like, with the recording and writing process as you as you were saying man obviously you you do your thing you you lay down all the, you know, all the music and and send yeah. it to Lord and let him his do his his own thing I mean, do you, is there any, you know, is that really just the basic, I mean, the formula, I mean, is there any times, I mean, let's put it this way. How do you know, you know, because uh, I mean, you write so well to fit what, what Laura does. I think, it, like I said, I really do think it is. You guys really do make such a great tandem. I, I mean, how do you know sort of what to write to fit what Laura does? Or is it the opposite? Laura, do you just know? I mean, because I mean, is there any times where it's like, you know, you send something back and say, hey, maybe I need one extra, you know, uh, bar here on this or one extra. I mean, talk a little bit about that. Sure. You guys do maybe have to maybe mix things up or fix things up a bit. Okay. Uh, yeah, man. There's, I, it, like I said, it's, we kind of work a lot of times with, with just kind of with what's there, but yeah, there's been a time or, or two for sure where Lloyd's gone, Hey, can, can you, you add another four bars here? Or can you take this four bars from this section and put it, you know, before this pre-chorus or whatever? And, oh yeah, for sure. You know, I mean, whatever, whatever he's feeling, whatever he's comfortable with for sure. Yeah. We've, we've had to, we've had to make some changes and, and, and work on things a little bit, but I say work, it's, it's so easy to do. You know what I mean? It, 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 it really, you know, it's, 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 it's almost mindless at this point. And, you know, we just kind of do what we do, but yeah, I mean, like I said, that's a, that's about as far as it goes. And, and it, as far as writing for the Lord, I, I mean, I say I don't, I would say I don't really do that, but honestly, at this point, I mean, after as much music as we've done together, I'm sure I anticipate kind of what, you know, even subconsciously, you know, kind of what he does and vice versa, you know what I mean? So I, mm -hmm. I think that, that after a, a while of, of working with the same musician, you kind of get a feel for it. Mm -hmm you know, at least a little bit. So, yeah, yeah, it's definitely a comfortable thing for sure. Now, now I want to big him up even more, man, because I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> he sends me things, and just like he said, it's probably already there. It might have been, as he said, maybe twice that I said something about maybe I want this here or this there, but here's the deal. 
when I went back and listened to it some more or he listened to it some more, I was just like, no, 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 no. I was listening to that when I was, <laughs> you know, I had my Air uh, AirPods in. I was like, no, no, no. That's perfect how it is. You don't need to you don't need to change any of that because he's almost always on point. And even when he sends me something, I'm like, OK, those vocals probably need to be up a little bit or this needs to be this or that guitar right there. He may may need to turn up this right there. I don't have to say it because after he he's going to continue to listen and then he'll send it again. And he was like, Hey man, and I, was just like, I knew it. I knew it. I, I really didn't have to say anything because I just said it. Like, just like, let him struggle. No, no, not let him struggle. I know that that is his first run. Yeah. So to give True. him, yeah, yeah. he's got to have that freedom to, to see and hear. And, and once he gets my vocals to really, grasp it and do what he does so when he, sometimes he'll send it back man and the vocals he'll have them a certain way i was just like man that is awesome so i want him to be him feel free man because there's no you know set thing that we have to do and so i'm just once again thankful and grateful when he sends me music i'm telling you 99.9 percent .9 of the time i'm like okay let me see what i'm gonna do to this and that's it and then mm -hmm. I'll send it back to him, and then I let him do his thing. And it's kind of like Tupac said. He was just like, "Man, when I get in the studio, I record, and then I let the engineers and all that do what they do. Let them do it to make <laughs> that song great." And so he's gonna make the song great. I always say that I make it a certain way. He takes it to another level. So I just big him up, and and I love I I love this guy, man. Oh man, you know, I'm emotional. <laughs> you know? But no, he's just he's just great with that. And I'm not just talking that because we're doing music together. Mm -hmm. He really has that something special that um I have have come to trust and come to know very well. And I know that when he sends me something, and even just like he said subconsciously, maybe we know. I just know he's gonna send me something dope. I know mm -hmm. he is. You know, mm -hmm. so I don't worry about anything. And even if it's, I, I can't even really say that. I was going to say, even if it's not dope. No, because they're all dope, because I'm going to make it dope no matter what it is. That's just how I feel. I feel I can do something to any song ever. You know, so, man, it's all love, man. It's all oh, love. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, just, just to touch on, like, your guys' sound. Now, I mean, now, like, this past September, mm -hmm. it marked the 30th anniversary of an iconic rap metal record. And, of course, I'm talking about the Judgment Night soundtrack. You know, which is a legendary great album. Right? Yeah, absolutely. For that sound, I mean, that's when things really started taking off because it wasn't even just like it was metal bands on there. You had some some just regular rock bands on there like Pearl Jam and Sonic yeah. Youth and and Dinosaur yeah. Junior. And you know, I mean, but what's interesting is you know, Matt, like you were saying, you, you know, you you had this you know need that you got to continue to write and record. And yeah. Yeah, like I said, but and this style of music, like I said, it's it, you know, it, it really like I said, it was big back in the nineties. We're definitely seeing now a resurgence of it, you know, sort of a nostalgic resurgence of it, like we, you know, like we tend to see most genres do after being away for a few decades. Right. Uh, it's right back in again. So, I mean, what I guess, you know, trig I mean, triggered your or just I guess whatever it was that made. I mean, you could have contacted any vocalist, right, with your music. What was <laughs> it that shows Lord, especially at a time like I said, really, you know, when, when you guys obviously started doing this four years ago. You know, I mean, was it just, did you just start maybe listening to that sound again? I mean, what made you choose, uh, you know, Lord, someone who's Lord's approach rather than a traditional, say, yeah. rock or metal vocalist to, to you know, right. to coincide with well, your music? I, you know, I always loved whatever you want to call it, rap metal. I love that crossover of just heavy, you know, heavy music with a really good, you know, lyricist, good flow and, and that kind of thing. So I've always liked that. And, and not that I was specifically looking for that, but I mean, even, you know, my, my, my bands early on, I, I kind of liked that sound. And, you know, that was back when Limp Bizkit took off and, and uh, even before that, you know, Rage Against the Machine and things like that. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I really thought that when it was groundbreaking, it was groundbreaking, you know sure. what I mean? Absolutely. So, um, I, I've always dug that type of stuff, you know, and I, I like all kinds of me. I'm like, you know, I'm like Lord. I mean, I really, I like all kinds of music. I play all kinds of music, you know, this is just what fits with us, you know, what works between the two of us. Now, I think it was just kind of 
a Kit Kat moment that, you know, we were talking and I had this music that just at the time seemed like it would fit, you know, his, his style of flow if, if he were interested in it. And so, like I said, once he picked up on action, that went so smooth and so, so effortlessly, not to mention, listen, you know, I, I can't, you know, Lords with a band that toured around the world, you know, I wasn't in a band that toured around the world. So this was awesome for me to be making music with Lord Nelson of Stuck Mojo. I mean, you know, uh, I won't take anything away from that fact. It was really a cool thing to be able to do, you know. Mm -hmm. But then as we got to know each other and had so much in common and and so the same type of people with the same type of headspace and the same type of goals. And like I said, the music just comes so easy. You know, we, we, we're not trying to shoehorn or force. I mean, like it, it is seeing a, a resurgence with this type of stuff that we're doing, but I mean, you know, this isn't top 40 stuff that we're trying to do. I mean, it's not like, mm -hmm. Oh, we got to hit this while the iron's hot right now, you know, because mm -hmm. this is yeah. what's hot. That's, mm -hmm. that's not what's happening. I mean, this is, again, this is just the music we like to make and it's what works between the two of us, you know? Yeah. And we can yeah. do anything. And if he needed me to see yeah. something, those uh, those have ah, I can do all that. <laughs> oh, I know you can, man. I know you can. But we're, we're gonna get to that in a second. But and I want to actually bring up here another uh, another single that you guys have um have put out. Oh, Ooh, baby, baby. Ooh, baby. a little bit of that yourself, right? <laughs> now, Lord, this video, man. I mean, we see you know you, you we see you do a lot of reels, you know, with live and loud from your car. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're, I mean you're, you're right here in this video, man. I mean, what's, I mean, talk about, I mean, what is the old baby about? Tell us, tell us the lyrical, you know, as inspiration for this track right here. It's the music. Ooh, baby. You love those riffs, don't you? It's all about Matt once again. You love that bass, don't you? You love those drums. It's all about him. And that's the oh. way feel about it. Like, ooh, baby, this shit is so hot. So when I heard it, that's what it drove me to. I was like, ooh, baby, yeah. you love those ribs, don't you? And just the melody, it just hit me once again. He sent it to me, and, and Matt usually sends me something around about 11 p.m. my time. <laughs> <laughs> it just seems to be that way, so sometimes I'm just like, yeah, usually, bam, and there it is. I was like, dear God, that Matt is something else, man. Uh, it's just really yeah. about what Matt does. And mm -hmm. when I said those riffs, that that bass, those drums, because he is my prince, you know. Pause. Let me say that correctly. Like Prince Rogers Nelson. Mm -hmm. I know you guys know what I'm saying. Yes, he's yes. Like, he's, like, <laughs> he's like Prince, and so he does all those things. And I'm just the singing part of it. I'm just, and, and he vocally can get busy too. But I'm mm -hmm. just the, the bigger part of that. Mm -hmm. But this song is just really about you know just him and his music, man, and and. And and when you hear it, you got to say like, "Ooh, baby, man, this is so good. This mm -hmm. is just so love." So I listen. I love that song. <laughs> I, I love all our songs. And this was, uh, yeah, this was the first track. Uh, this was the first track we did after the first album. So this is the is the first thing I sent him after we finished the fire stars. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Lord. I mean, that's the thing about your vocal approach, man. Is like you know, like a lot of great vocalists do. You play to the song, and, and you're and a lot of times your vocals are just like a, an extra instrument in there too. Right. Thank you. You know, yeah. and I think and is that is that something that's also a way that you kind of approach? You know, yeah, you I think? just it's just it's just what I know. I guess I've mm. never tried to do this. I just want to ride that rhythm, that melody, or whatever I hear. I love his melodies. And, 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 you know, I'm a bootleg Luther Vandross. I can't sing. But when I do, <laughs> there's just certain things that I want to do. And I know that I, I feel good when I hear it. And it takes me to a certain place. Not all music can take you places. When Matt sends me music, it takes me to another place. Um, I, I'm just, you know, whether it's an out-of-body experience, it's just I feel it so much and i just can't wait to write to it and then sometimes i'm telling you if it's something that just doesn't hit me immediately or i'll have like the chorus at first and i'm just like i am not leaving 
I am not going to stop until I get this. And it may be just a little part or a word or a phrase that I have mm -hmm. to get that leads me to the rest of the song. And I'm just like, I've got to get it. And I'm just like, I've got to run it this way. It's got to be this way. No, I got to say this. I got to, uh, but does that, I just got to run it that way. And so I'm really, I, I'm hard on myself about, about stuff like that. But uh, nah, man, that, that song is all about this young man right here. And in his playing <laughs> and what he does, and I probably have never told him that, but that's definitely what it is, you know. Awesome, man. Awesome. So, guys, Plastic Catastrophe. I mean, what? I mean, like I said, you you got six songs you put out in twenty twenty three. Like, uh, as you mentioned before, you got about a, a whole album's worth 
now of songs. Yeah. Now, are these songs well, now completed, or are they just songs you've got that 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 yeah you're ready to send off to a Lord? I mean, fill us in what you guys no. got now coming up for the future here in 2024. I I mean, right now we've probably got I'd say written and recorded. We've probably got another. I don't know, 15 songs that nobody's heard yet, something like that. And they're all they're all recorded. Uh, they're kind of demoed out in rough mix. Okay. So as we get to something, you know, we get past something that we just released, then, you know, we talk about kind of what we want to do next. I start working on the mix, polishing up the best that I can, getting it to sound as pro as I can, and we just kind of go from there. Okay. Now, do you select, I mean, like you said, you've put these six singles out, and you've got all these songs now. Are you so? Are you like you know saving some of the ones that you're like we, we want to keep this for maybe like an album release or maybe if you get signed to a label? I mean that's the other thing too. What, what's what's the approach now? I mean, is it just going to be like you said? You're looking for bigger and better. I think you mentioned before. Um, is that are you looking for a label? Do you want to release an album? Or are you comfortable and sort of confident and and just you know content? I should say with just putting out a single, maybe one single every month or two and doing it that way, putting up a video. I mean, talk about maybe what you could see or what you'd like to see for the band, you know, uh, coming up in the next year. Before you answer that, Matt, I want to jump in here and answer yeah. this. Let me, let me say this. Go first. ahead. I would like to get out there again for this young man right here. I would like him to really get out there and see all the stuff that I've seen mm. and enjoy. And I know he's enjoyed some of that. But I would like to get out there and really tour with him and do some things. Okay. And um, of course, the music has changed so much as far as as labels. And, and you own the mm. label, so you know how it is. Oh, you know, especially yeah. about them spending money and doing mm. what they do, and they want you to be this or that already before they come in. Absolutely. And so, you know, I understand all that. We're having a good time doing what we're doing. Of course, we'd like to see bigger returns here or there and there's probably some more stuff that we can do but i know that we are really dedicated to the craft and and what each other brings to the table and um i'm just with him and i just want him to to i just want to be there with him and be on the biggest stages and enjoy all of that and so he can really see that and be like ah damn this shit is crazy as hell because some of it is crazy <laughs> as, hell, as you know but um i just know that his approach and my approach and the way that we look at things and um, we're so alike in so many ways and uh, I just know that we'll have a good time together I, I you know mm. I can see it just being smooth sailing because I'm about smooth sailing you know mm. and, um, hey man I want to if you know if I'm going to ride away with somebody I want to ride that wave with him and that's just real talk that's awesome man. Right on. well right that's on. the thing is it is you know it is difficult I mean the, the, well the cool thing I should say is that you know these days just you two by yourself, you could actually go out and play shows together just right, as, right, as right. a duo. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? We see that a lot, you know, going on these days. Yeah. And plenty of bands are doing it. Yeah. Um, and it makes more sense because yeah, it's, 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 you know, obviously the, the, the challenges of, like you said, it's not the old days. No, someone's not going to sign you, put a whole bunch of money behind you, put you on tour, right. yada, yada, yada. Right. Right. So, I mean, sometimes it's like, it doesn't even, you know, is it even, you know, necessary or whatever to play live? You know what I mean? Right. Because I mean, not a lot of people are going out and seeing live shows. They're not. That's it's a mega thing. band, yeah. you know? So you want to waste a lot of your money and time and effort to play in front of 20 people, even though that's still cool. It's yeah. still, you know, to, to, to pull, you know, it's just, it's a hassle, obviously, living in different states and so forth. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. it is a challenge. Um, but at the same time, I'm sure what you want to do more than anything is just at least get your music heard by more people. Right. And it is, you yeah. know, like I said, but the saturated music market, I mean, like you said, you know, it's 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 just really difficult to do. But I mean, this music you guys are doing though is so good. Thank that you. That it's almost sort of like thanks, man. It, it is sort of in a way, just not just a disappointment, almost not criminal, but it's just it's it's unfortunate that yes, it can't get out there to as many people. But it's something obviously that we're trying to do here on the show, or just in general trying to get more people to hear yes. what Plastic Catastrophe brings, because you guys do bring it as good as any of this style of music. It's as good as I've heard, you know, that's out here today. Thank I mean, you. It really is, yes, and we'd like, to, we'd like to do as much as we can here on uh, Aftershocks and the CMS Network to do that for you guys. Now, before we end here, things like, once again, I want to thank you guys both for coming on. Uh, there is one last song I want our audience here to check out, of course, and it, 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 it 
definitely uh, you know shows uh lord <laughs> getting into more of his his uh luther vandros type of thing if you want to say there is the song matt's guitar oh man I love oh, yeah. this. This is a great, uh, great track, man. Matt's guitar. You, you got to tell me. Obviously, I'm assuming, Lord, again, you probably heard Matt's guitar on this track and said, "That's it. I got to write a song about Matt's guitar." So I just write the lyrics to it. So go ahead and talk about this track. I, I know from both the lyrically, I guess, and musical, uh, you know, standpoint here about Matt's guitar. Let's. Go man, ahead. I'm gonna let you go ahead yeah. first, and then I'll, I'll, I'll talk about the lyrics. You can talk about the music. Go ahead. Yeah. Um... Yeah, this one is uh is a little bit different. I I uh, I got a, a bass six, which is like a, a six string guitar that's tuned down a, a whole octave. Okay. So I wanted to do something with just something really low, and that's what this is. So I just kind of had this riff kicking around, and I sent it over to him. Like I, you know, ended up you know a riff turns into a song, and next thing you know, I've got all the instruments done and all that, and I send it to him. And he turns it around with this stuff, you know, which is which was great. I, I thought it came together really well. I think it sounds really cool. When he told me he wanted to release it as a single, I was blown away. I was like, really? <laughs> this is the one you want to release as a single? Are you sure? <laughs> so, yeah, Lord, you, you talk about the lyrics, man. Once again, honestly, so I hear it, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. And just the way he just, the way he, you know, he broke it down as I'm listening to the song. And once again, I'm hearing his guitar playing through this whole song. That's what I'm hearing. I'm vibing on it. I just think about how many times I would always tell Rich, like, man, I'm listening to you, man. That allows me to go here or there. I said, even sometimes more than I'm listening to the, the drum beat or the bass, I'm listening to where you are, which cues me in. So I'm just hearing this great guitar playing. And I'm just like, oh gosh man and so once again <laughs> melodies that's that's how it starts and then i was like then i just started singing it and then i was just like man and then i'm, I'm you know what a lot of the a lot of times it, I, there's probably only been a couple of times that it's taken me longer than i don't know an hour or two to write it and you know say i'm doing something but i'm fully immersed in it. i'm in it when he sends it i start swimming in it and so this song right here, man, I got on it, and and it just came, just so easily, like most of them do. It just it just mm -hmm. came so easily, and I was just like, man. And then the thing is, man, I don't know if you remember, or could we had let a um, guy manager of Ignesson and a few other people, Keith Netto, and Keith, Keith who's from yeah. New York also. Keith heard this song right, and he was just like, hey man, that song right there is. I was like, I know. I said, mm -hmm. I know. This is, this is an amazing <laughs> song. I know. And so it's just the vibe of it. It's just Matt doing his thing. And, and as much as I can give him props and big him up for what he does and what he has brought to my life and my world and, and, and my talents match with his talents, it's just been a beautiful thing, man. And, and I just wanted to really, you know, ooh, baby's about him also. But this right here. I wanted to to be it's Matt's guitar. That's why I said that's what it was, that's what I'm calling because it. it's about your playing, man. I'm I, humbled. I love it. I love it. So it's listen, it's it's a fantastic song, and I'm I'm glad that you 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 hear that also, man. It's it's just great, man. It is. It's a great song. Like I said, these six tracks you put out, every single one of them is solid. And like I said, we can he would just can't. I can't wait to hear more more singles, more whatever you guys are doing in the future. Keep it up. Like I said, you guys make such a great tandem, a good, great duo. And, uh, Thank you, man. you know, Thank I just want to hear more and more Thank and more, you. man. Keep it up. But before we go, one last thing, guys, just go ahead and let the listeners and the viewers know uh, where they should keep up with you guys and go with best place for them to go and check out the singles. Go ahead, Lord. See, he's saying me, right? So <laughs> we're on Instagram, Plastic Catastrophe. We're also on um, Plastic Catastrophe with Lord Nelson and also on YouTube. And also on Facebook, you know, we have a separate thing yeah. for that. So if, listen, if people go out there and they follow and they interact, I am a big person that's going to, I'm already a big guy, but I'm saying I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to interact with people. I, I've always been that guy, you know, even when I've, I've been on tour, I've always interacted with the people. I just thought it was very important. And, um, I love to have conversation with people, you know, whether it's negative or, or, or positive. And, uh, cause if you say something negative, I'm going to flip it to a positive being like, you don't have to listen to us anyway. It's not really bothering me. <laughs> you know? 
No, but but you know, I've never I've never liked that. But you know, mentally, I'm just like I'm a pretty strong guy when it comes to what we're doing. I'm confident in our music, and so they can go out there and find us on. Once again, I'm you know, Lords and Legends on Instagram. Anything that I'm doing with our music wise, I'm putting it on all my other platforms also. So. Uh, yeah, man, we're and there. Out, out, out on all platforms, you know, Spotify, Apple, yeah. all that stuff too. Oh, we're everywhere. Go yeah. and check us out. Yeah, the, mu right. the music's there, man. The music's there, and and may I say, man, just seriously, I know we are brothers with with this. We say podcast, but on our magnificent shows that we have, and um, I just want to thank you for allowing us to come on your show and and spend some time with you because Absolutely. I think that everybody's Absolutely. time is very priceless, and the fact that you would. Definitely. Give us some of your priceless time to have this conversation with us to, uh, you know, highlight our music is is an amazing thing. And, I, and we, if I can speak for both of us, we really, really thank you so very much, man. Definitely. Well, thank you guys both for coming on. Like I said, if if music wasn't good, I don't know if you'd be on here. Let's put it that way. But <laughs> music is great. <laughs> nah, I'm joking. <laughs> no, I, I mean. I'm not going to promote anything that sucks. No. Put it that way, right? thank, thank, you for, <laughs> thank you for keeping it real. And the thing is, is that, you know, you having the label that you had, mm -hmm. so I have the utmost respect for you giving that feedback because you've for heard sure. it. I, in fact, I was just telling one of the guys I was interviewing, I was just like, excuse me, having a conversation with, I was just like, yeah, man, man Matt Hartnett, man, you know, he likes that thrash metal and stuff like that too, man. You got to check, you know, so I was just mm -hmm. like, I just remember our conversations. So, mm -hmm. uh, nah, man, we just, once again, we just thank you, man. It's a good thing, man. Thank you for hearing it and believing it and thanks to chris and 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 uh joshua toomey and um you know for yeah. for allowing me to have the platform to get up here with you guys to meet you once again through music and things like that man it's there's nothing better than music man i'm telling oh, yeah. you music is my drug people don't understand i'm a straight edge dude mm -hmm. you know but music is my drug of choice <sighs> yeah <laughs> oh, fantastic. Once again, everybody, Plastic Catastrophe, check out the latest track, Ready for War, Stream It Now. And of course, be sure to check out the rest of the singles that the band's put out in 2023, as well as the great debut record, The Firestarters. Uh, yeah. so check that out as well. Thank Once you. again, Magnificent Matt Acevedo, Lord Nelson. Thank you both for coming on Aftershocks. We'll see everyone next time. Thanks for having us, Matt. Take care, Matt. Ha ha ha!